What is up, my fellow Andronauts? Who here has gotten heartburn and stomach pains before? Who here has used a drug to help with that? Right, some kind of drug that reduces the production of your stomach acid or that might help against the stomach ulcer. Now, there are good and bad drugs for that, and I want to talk about one of the most common drugs that's been used against acid reflux that has very bad hormonal effects on a man. And I'm going to give you safe alternatives to use instead. So the drug in question is cimetidine. Right, so what it's used for is it reduces the amount of stomach of the uh, it reduces the amount of acid in your stomach and it treats heartburn, stomach ulcers, and reflux disease. This is most commonly what it's used for. But it can cause a host of male-related side effects, which you really don't want. The top five include risk of gyno. There's about a 25, 20% uh, risk of developing either unilateral or bilateral gyno when using this compound. It can contribute to erectile dysfunction, low to zero libido. There's about a 43% uh, mean reduction in sperm count after therapy. Like you can contribute to infertility. And it's also directly toxic to the pituitary and testis because it depletes antioxidant and causes tissue alterations, which is really not good. So it might not shrink the testis, but it can actually damage the testis. And that over time is really not a good thing. And the way it does that is by depleting antioxidants like glutathione in the testers. So you can take compounds like coenzyme Q10 or vitamin B12 or some form of antioxidant and it will help to prevent the decrease in, um, in this antioxidant in the testers and the pituitary. So kind of like protect against side effects, some of the side effects of this compound. So let's look at testosterone. So it, it, it's bad for males, but what happens to androgen? So this was really interesting, right? They used uh, cimetidine for four weeks. So you can see baseline, we have LH and we have testosterone. And then week two, we see an increase in LH and testosterone. And week four, we see an even greater increase in testosterone. How is this possible that this drug that contributes to gyno, low libido, and erectile dysfunction increases testosterone? Okay, but it was four weeks. What about long-term use? There was six months on cimetidine, and they compared the control versus cimetidine group. And you can see LH and testosterone was higher in the cimetidine group than the control group that wasn't using cimetidine. And for those listening on the podcast, you can see testosterone was 808 nanograms per deciliter in the cimetidine group and only 632 in the control group. So that was a nice bump in testosterone from using cimetidine. And you can see estradiol is more or less the same. Prolactin is more or less the same. And then even in the cimetidine group, the testosterone to estrogen ratio is higher than the control group. So on paper, all of this looks mighty good, right? Uh, Let me show you an example of other compounds that's more or less similar to this that causes similar side effects. So first up, we have cypoterone, which is a non-steroidal anti-androgen. It evokes an increase in basal level of plasma testosterone when administered to volunteers. So an anti-androgen uh, anti can increase testosterone. Then we have crutamide, which is a non-steroidal anti-androgen also resulted in an increase in basal levels of testosterone. So both of these are used typically for a prostate cancer to block the effects of androgens. The cyproterone can also be used because it's strong progestogenic for um, transgender people that transitioning over to female because it has strong progestogenic effect. But both of these compounds are anti-androgen 
and both of them increases testosterone. So you can always, um, it could kind of like be seen as the body is compensating. You're blocking androgens, and as the compensation, androgens are going up to compensate for that. So the reason why it's bad, why cimetidine is bad, is because it's an androgen receptor antagonist. It blocks the androgen receptors. It blocks the action of testosterone and DHT on the receptor. So even though you have enough testosterone and DHT, it's not doing what it's supposed to do, and that exposes you to getting gyno, erectile dysfunction, low libido, and other uh, low androgen male symptoms, which is something that you don't want. So high androgens does not always mean that you are a high androgen male. It could also mean that you are resistant to the androgens and the body is upregulating the production of androgens. So this is then another example would be, for example, high LH to normal testosterone. So the, the, the testis is not as sensitive to LH anymore, so it dramatically upregulates the release of LH to stimulate the testis. So you have normal testosterone, but high LH. So you need high amounts of LH to signal the testis, like, come on, man, start producing testosterone. So that's only temporarily what works as a compensation. All right, so let me talk about safe alternatives, because you guys may be thinking like, man, what can I do? What can I do? So one of the other ones is ranitidine has been shown to not have uh, hormonal effects. It's not an antiandrogen. So that's a safer alternative. The other safe one is famatidine. So both of these compounds work on the H2, the histamine H2 receptor, and that's how it inhibits the release of axiostomic acid. But oftentimes, this acid reflux that people actually experience is not because of an excess of stomach acid, it's because of deficiency in stomach acid. Your body's not producing enough stomach acid, and this leads to acid reflux. So one of the compounds that can actually help to prevent this is a compound that enhances the release of stomach acid, like betaine HCL with pepsin. Things that promote stomach acid release can actually help to prevent GERD. But uh, these are safe alternatives, much safer than the submethidine. All right, so if you have uh, stomach burning and pains and acid reflux, talk to your doctor if, or if you are on this drug and get an alternative like famotidine and stop using this compound because even though on your test you might have normal testosterone, you might have normal total, normal free, normal DHT, it doesn't matter because it's acting on the receptor, blocking the receptor, so you can't actually utilize the antigens that you do have. So this is just one example of an endocrine disrupting chemical. There are many other out there, but this is a commonly consumed one if someone does have, for example, acid reflux. So be sure to use a safer alternative and get rid of the potential side effects that you might experience. So I hope this video was helpful and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.